This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio. I've got fellow nerds John Beeler and AJ Vickery with me today. How you guys doing? Good. Okay, we've got a really cool show. Uh, in today's program, we're going to be talking about our favorite Black Friday deals. Black Friday's coming up. It's now a thing in Canada. Remember Boxing Day was the thing? Yep. Well, we're American now. It's Black <laughs> Friday. But, you know, if you are a tech lover, there are so many... Black Friday tech deals coming up, uh, you know, everywhere from Best Buy to London Drugs to Amazon. And uh, we'll tell you some of our favorites that uh, we think are a great deal. Have you got yours ready? Oh, I'm ready. You're ready. (laughs) Uh, We will also be talking with Aaron Lawrence from TechGadgetsCanada.com about sleep tech. I like covering these types of things because uh, I never get, I I feel quality sleep. So we're going to talk about some. You don't quality sleep? (sighs) I don't feel it. Huh? Why do you look so tired all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Those are my poor life choices. Uh, we will also be talking uh, about this story. A Canadian court issues the first ever ISP order to block a piracy website. So there's a number of these sites on the internet where you can download and stream uh, shows. Some would say illegally. I guess most people would say illegally. I mean, if you're over in the UK, for example... You know, when I've gone over there to visit, uh, apparently all the major pirate websites are blocked by the internet service providers out there. Like you can't even access them through a web browser it's easily. Gotta, it's got to be like whack-a-mole though. It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about that and what that means for Canadians. But let's talk about some of the uh, the tech news uh, this week. I, I guess a big one. Uh, have you been hit with this? I constantly get these uh, these phone calls. Oh. Uh, from the CRA or Services Canada saying that uh, I owe money. Everyone gets them, and it just seems like in the last few months, it's skyrocketed. Yeah. Like the amount you hear about it. Well, uh, Indian police in New Delhi actually were able to shut down a call center that targeted Canadians. An entire call center dedicated yeah. to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, 32 people were arrested. They had uh, 55 computers and 35 phones were seized. This solves everything. I'm sure we'll never get another call. I got one this morning. Yeah, so yeah, I got one yesterday. <laughs> Mine was from China this time, though. I just wonder how many of these call centers are out there. There must be like hundreds of them. Yeah. Well, and clearly they're making money with this. Oh, hell yeah. Like this one guy in this article I read on iPhoneInCanada.ca was scammed out of $13,000 from the fraudsters by the uh, social insurance number scam. It... I, how, I, I want to hear what the pitch is to get $13,000. <laughs> it's good. It must Apparently be. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, so you got to be aware of this. Uh, if you get a call from the CRA and, uh, or Revenue Services Canada is the big one mm-hmm. and telling you you owe money and you can pay that off with your credit card on the phone or through Bitcoin, they're they're lying but is it me or is like the number of scams and there's a few different ones that are out there uh have increased considerably in the last couple of years like, like they've got a lot more sophisticated for sure yeah and now they're actually spoofing the actual numbers of these places too yeah. so it comes up and seems legit if you look it up on the internet exactly like, yeah you know um i think they're just getting more sophisticated they're getting uh more clever and they're still finding people to scam right which is kind of scary because you know we talk about this a lot and try to get people to you know 
use a little common sense when you're answering those calls or those phone. But the reality is, is that the way scamming works is there's people that are more vulnerable to these types of things. Yes. Typically, it's age related yeah. in a lot of cases. Uh, yeah. That's not the only thing, mental health as well. But um, yeah, you can, you, uh, it just seems now with the proliferation of the internet and the telephone system, there just seems to be like way more than I've seen before. Well, we got scammed again. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if uh, the listeners remember the story back, I think a couple years ago, uh, one of my employees got an email uh, from me, yeah. supposedly Ghosted. asking her yeah. uh, to buy $1,000 worth of iTunes gift cards. Mm-hmm. And it came from me, and yep. it's not something out of the ordinary. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> so she actually messaged me. I was actually pre-recording uh, a radio show segment over uh, at the station. Yeah. And she messages me with a picture of the iTunes cards. Like a text message. Yeah, yeah, with a picture. And she's like, are these good? And I'm like, I have no context, right? I'm <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, these are great, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought like, you know. Yeah. It's a Christmas a, gift. Or Christmas or gift, something. yeah. Or she was just playing a joke. Yeah. And so she took that. I, I, I said, thanks. Yeah. And she... Uh, then the fraudster emailed her again yep. saying, can you scratch off the back and give me all the numbers for them? Yeah. And she did. Yeah. And we were out $1,000. In that in, in that particular case, though, um, Visa stepped up and... Visa stepped up and and, um, and that was not the case in this most recent fraud. Yeah. So another one of my employees, I'm a great target, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Uh, was emailed. Again, <laughs> it looked like it was from my email address asking to buy $1,500 worth of Google Play cards yep. uh, for the gift Google cards. Yeah. gift cards. Yep. And she went out and did it. Yep. And, and I, it's actually funny because she was, she was walking out the door and she's sort of like walking out the door and I sort of heard, I got to go buy gift cards for Mike. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, why does Mike want gift cards? Why wouldn't I want gift yeah, cards? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you were actually, you saw it happening. Oh, well, I mean, I just sort of caught wind of it and I was like, this is something I need to talk to Mike about. Like, why is he buying these gift cards? I don't know anything about it. Uh, as she walks out the door, goes, gets the gift cards. But what happened differently in this case is rather than emailing back the person that spoofed your email address, yeah, because she took the pictures of the gift cards on her phone and, and it was easier for her to text you, yeah, she just texted you the images. So the actual gift cards came to you by text yeah. instead of the scammer by email. Yes. So we didn't actually get scammed. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, yeah. I'm not falling for this. Again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so of course we try to return to the retailer. No luck. Oh, you know why? Because she did scratch off the back. Yes. To get the pictures for you for the numbers. Yeah. yeah. So we tried to go through visa to get them re- replaced, but because the payment was made using the pin. Yes. Um, visa wouldn't touch it. Anything with a pin is not, you know, once you used a pin to buy something. Yeah, done. Done. So then we still had the money. So simply reach out to Google. Hey, do you mind returning our money Yeah, that you have of ours? We haven't lost it. Yep. We have it. It's in your, it's in Google. I can tell Give you it what, back to us. I can tell you what Google's going to say. Yeah. No. Yeah. Enjoy <laughs> your movies. Enjoy your movies and your apps. So, but like, do you see how this is kind of messed up a little bit? Google yeah. has the money. Yes. Our money. Yeah. In their account. Not some other weird person in some other place. Yeah. Give it back. No, they wouldn't. I'm not finished. I'm still going. Okay, keep going. I'm on it. No, no. Keep I mean, going. I'm done with the story now, but I'm telling you, I'm in the middle of oh. arguing with Google. Oh, you're still going? Oh, yes. Oh, Because I was God. like, it's no longer a gift card <laughs> issue. 
Oh yeah, no, we had a long heated debate. You heard it, John. I, yeah, because yeah. I said right beside you. I was on the phone with Google for how long? <laughs> a long time. Yeah. You know when you get a bone. Oh yeah. <laughs> you just you're the same way. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. So you're still going. I, I thought. Oh no, it's not over. I literally am like, well, we're the press, right? We yeah. can tell the story. We can. Yeah. Google, if you're listening right now, please give us our $1,500 back. Yeah. We didn't spend it. Okay, I want to talk about uh, another interesting story. Uh, this was uh, from mobilesyrup.com. And uh, they did a story about a new global cell phone carrier. And it almost sounds too good to be true. It, it really, it really, really does. Do you have to pay in gift cards? Yeah. So this is a carrier. It's a... Uh, what they call a mobile virtual network operator. They're actually using other cell phone carriers' networks, but creating their own brand around it. It's called Phonus, and we haven't tested this yet, so if you get scammed, (laughs) don't complain to me. But it looks pretty legit, and that's spelled F-O-N-U-S. And they're offering a plan. How do you spell phony? I was just wondering. Phony? Yeah. P-H-O-N-E-Y. Like the the fake one, phony? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> not, not to confuse Phonus, F-O-N-U-S. Okay. But I'm, I'm checking this out. I yeah. don't care if I lose a little bit of money. Uh, they offer unlimited data. Yeah, unlimited data. Unlim- unlimited calls and texts in 40 countries, including Canada, U.S., China, yeah. all the countries you probably would go to. Yeah. Guess how much? Well, I know, so. Yeah, because you're looking at <laughs> yeah. $40 a month. Canadian. Canadian. How is that possible? And that's for LTE data in... Uh, 20 countries and 5G in 20 other countries. So most important, in Canada, LTE, yeah. unlimited data, yeah. unlimited everything, unlimited calling, unlimited texting. Yes. I know. 40 bucks. I know. There's something something really wrong with this. I'm going to order it too. I'm totally ordering it. Yeah. Because do you know how much I spend on roaming in the US and internationally? It's oh. It's way more than this would be. Yes. Yeah. Again, Phonus. Go to check out their website. I, I don't know if this is going to last. Like, how can that last? Because I know other carriers uh, or other mobile virtual network operators that have kind of similar type things, but they're nowhere near this price. They're like quadruple the price. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm shaking my head. Well, we'll have to see uh, what happens uh, with that. Uh, this was interesting too. We've talked about drones in the past and authorities are always freaking out about them especially airports well the worst thing happened some idiots uh lost control of his drone and landed at the las vegas airport he was at the parking lot at caesar's palace <laughs> at caesar's palace yeah and do you know how far that is i do it's exactly two kilometers because that's how long his drone range had <laughs> before it died right at the uh, entrance to the to mccarran airport um the problem is, is that when you use a drone, it's very sensitive to the magnetic forces and things like that. It's a very small device, mm-hmm. lots of things. And guess what a parking structure is made out of? Rebar and concrete. <laughs> <laughs> and so the second he took off, it went zing, zing off in a direction. He had no control over it. And he got fined the, the maximum amount they could do. And this guy is, you know, obviously devastated by this because he literally just pressed the go button and it took off just took off yeah and well, he then shouldn't have been flying it there in the first place no he shouldn't have been no, no. like you can't fly it in major urban areas like yeah and for god's sakes las vegas strip yeah he should have been fine just for setting you know <laughs> for being stupid for being stupid 
Which I guess he was. Yes. How, how much? $20,000. Wow. But Woo. can you imagine like <laughs> the damage he could have done if that hit a plane or an oh, engine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or someone on the strip? Apparently, he was flying at 450 feet above the ground, yeah. straight line for the airport Jeez. down the strip. So just think of all the things it could have hit on the way. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. People, structures, yeah. buildings, yeah. neon signs, who yeah. knows what else, right? Yeah. So you know, to collect the money, uh, it goes to the U.S. Treasury Department. They actually will deduct the amount from his future tax returns. Can't avoid paying that one. Nope. Uh, did you... Did you um, see oh sorry i was gonna say my neighbor uh is got like not a drone but like bought one of those like hobby helicopters but like it looked like he probably spent about 15 dollars on it from some cheap shop <laughs> and he's in our courtyard and we live kind of like above the street but we're in a busy intersection area yeah and he's going to he's he, i'm watching him i'm on my patio and i'm kind of watching out the window and i'm looking at him and he's going to lift this helicopter off the ground and he's having trouble starting it right and all the kids there's three or four kids around watching him oh yeah this is like a couple weeks ago it's the winter um I'm thinking this is not a good idea. <laughs> it's not they're gonna like just zing well, off you, into one of the you kids. Like Maine and yeah, Kingsway. Yeah, no, busy intersection, yeah. and it's gonna fly off this courtyard and it's gonna go into the traffic. I'm just watching. <laughs> just oh, got no. my coffee in my hand, just watching. Nothing happened. You couldn't get off the ground. You should have been filming in case. Yeah, I should have filmed it. Yeah, or you should have gone out but and said, you, "What are you doing?" <laughs> have you seen the DJ Mavic Mini? Yes, it's so cool. Is this new? Yes, it's so cool. It's like so small. It's 249 grams, which is one gram below I, the limit. I find, yeah, but I find the small ones are hard to control. Yeah, but that's no, the, the, the DJI ones are pretty easy to control. Yeah, this is cool. Okay, I'm gonna have to take a break here. When we come back, we're gonna be talking about the first piracy website that is blocked by Canadian ISPs. And what does that mean for Canadians? You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected, Mike, John, and AJ here. Lots more in today's program. In a little bit, we'll talk sleep tech, tech to help you sleep better. But let's talk about uh, pirate websites. Uh, one has actually been blocked by uh, the government. They've told the Canadian uh, internet service providers to block uh, something called gold. Grr. Gold TV. <laughs> Uh, so this this was an IPTV service, and honestly, I hadn't heard of this one. No, but they charged I think around fifteen bucks a month, and gave you access to hundreds, if not thousands, of channels. Live TV streams. Live TV streams. Yeah. So Which, you get all your sports. Yeah, I mean, pretty blatant. Yeah, pirate website. Yeah. When I've been traveling in Mexico, this is kind of common. You could sort of buy one of these services. That's basically. Um, a monthly subscription, but they basically give you access to all their pirated content. So you've seen this? Yeah. Yeah. So what are the downsides of this? Like I know over in the UK, for example, uh, the government has made the ISPs block so many pirate websites. And so that means when you try to type in the URL for that site, it won't even come up because your internet service provider has just blocked it from you. It's one of those things that's a slippery slope, right? Like, where does it end, right? And at what point are we going to start, you know, right now we're talking about copyright infringement and that type of thing. Who owns those copyrights, that type of thing. But what about other things? Music streaming services, you know, that maybe aren't the popular ones. Okay. Right? Like, those kinds of things. Again, it's a slippery slope. Do we want the government to be controlling what we have access to on the internet? Well, the broadcasters and the content creators would argue this is blatant. This is a blatant pirate website that is stealing from them. Yes. 
but also Canada has one of the few countries in the world that actually has a pretty good record when it comes to censorship as far as not doing it. Yeah. Right. So this is the start of that. And again, like I said, where will it end? And right now it's the squeaky wheel is saying, Hey, these are, this is blatant and I'm not arguing with that. I wonder how prevalent it is now though. There's so many choices and it's so easy mm-hmm. to get content. You know, we've got Netflix, we've got <laughs> Disney plus, we've got Apple TV plus now. Yeah. Crave, yeah. you know, <sighs> Are most people just taking the path of least resistance and and just getting those services because they're so easy? They are easy. And I think that most people really don't have a problem paying for content, especially when you can get that all-you-can-eat menu like Netflix. However, um, not related to this, but interesting in terms of the timing, there's a popular service um, by using an an Android TV box or, or a Fire Stick where you can load an application called Kodi. And in Kodi, you can put these add-ons on where you can get access to pirated content, such as um, TV shows and and, and movies. movies. Yeah. Uh, and an example of one of these add-ons is like Exodus. There's a few different kinds. Well, they um, they all the TV shows stopped working in the last couple of weeks um, on these all, pirate on these, add-ons. Yeah, yeah, on these pirate. They just stopped working. Movies still worked, but none of the TV shows worked. And I actually wondered whether or not this was related to some sort of blocking. Uh, when I researched and looked into it, it was more related to <clears throat> a technical issue. Yeah, it's interesting. I, you know, I know some people think it's bad when we talk about this because we're you know, potentially telling people how to do it, but sending those things up is a pain in the butt. Oh, horrible. Like, you really have to know what you're doing. Like, and then so, they stop working. It's just, I'd rather pay for the Netflix or the, or the yeah, whatever the service like I order. The, the amount of hours you spend setting it up and yeah. then fixing it all the time, your time is worth some money. <laughs> for sure. You know what I mean? Like, pay the $15 for Netflix. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna have to take a break. When we come back, it's Sleep Tech. Tech to help you sleep better with our good friend, Aaron Lawrence. Stay tuned. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. Let's talk sleep. There's uh, many different types of uh, technologies out there to help you sleep better. To uh, help us understand some of them, we've got our sleep expert, Erin Lawrence. She's with TechGadgetsCanada.com out of Calgary, and she joins us on the line. Thanks for joining us, Erin. You bet. Thanks for having me, you too. Let's uh, get right into it, uh, you know. A lot of people out there do have a problem sleeping. You think technology is a good thing to throw in the mix there? Well, I mean, we're already looking too much at our screens and stuff. I guess there's that whole debate, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's that debate over the blue light when you're trying to sleep and our screens and is that affecting our sleep rhythms or our circadian rhythms, I guess. Um, but I think there are plenty of examples where technology can help you. A um, couple of examples. I don't know if you guys have heard of or had a chance to try out any sleep-wake lights I haven't. I've seen them. I, I just wonder, like, do I want to be woken up like half an hour before? <laughs> well, I, I use the feature on the uh, Amazon Echo show yeah. where 15 minutes before your alarm goes off, it starts brightening up the, the screen. Yeah. And it's actually pretty that makes, cool. That makes me angry. Does it? <laughs> I just want Sweet that hard. I just want that hard alarm, you know. Be kind jolted of ripped, out of a Rip the Band-Aid off. Okay. <laughs> so tell us about these uh, sleep-wake lights, Aaron. Well, you're not you're not getting the jolting from these. These are exactly the opposite of the jolting alarm clock, and that's what I like about them. Um, one of them I tried out recently is called Casper Glow. So it's by the folks that make those Casper uh, mattresses, and what these are are little, almost cylinder-shaped 
lamps that can sit on your bedside. They operate wirelessly or while they're plugged in. And you set the time that you want them to start coming on. And what will happen is, you know, just before alarm time, the light starts to brighten gradually, almost to mimic a more, I guess, a natural sunrise. So it gives you a little bit of a more gentle wake up. I actually like using this in conjunction with a regular alarm clock because if I just had to wait to rely on a gentle light to wake me up, <laughs> there is no way in hell I'm getting out of bed. So I find that when the light comes on and starts to brighten, by the time it's fully bright, my other alarm is going off and I've sort of got the whole the whole room effect of waking me up. You also tried a Philips one as well. Yes, Philips just released a new one, and it's a similar idea. This one adds a lot more color to that sunrise light. So the light will actually almost start out kind of like a morning sunrise, like really red, reddish orange, and then it sort of brightens to more natural daylight. This particular light, the Philips Wake Up Light, also has built-in natural sounds. So think birds or crickets or chirping, something that's going to wake you up gently. Um, it's supposed to stimulate your body to that natural wake-up state without being so shocking. So no Band-Aid ripping sound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have that available. Get up, Mike, get up. Uh, what else you got? I just tried out another new gadget, the Amazon Echo Dot with Clock, which, as you guys are no doubt familiar, Amazon Echo has a huge lineup of smart speaker digital assistant devices but this one in particular they've essentially made for the bedside so it's got an led display built into the front of the echo dot and the echo dot is kind of the small puck shaped version of the echo and you can set your alarms with voice as you can with any amazon alexa device you can have her set an alarm for every weekday so you're not constantly having to remember to turn the alarm on or off you can snooze it you can tell alexa to snooze it you can tell her to shut it right off and wait until tomorrow and it's kind of an easier easier wake up again for you i love that little one the the little dot with the clock yeah it. i think it's uh it's uh, pretty cool uh have you ever tried those uh, mattresses in a box? You see all the ads all over like Facebook and Instagram for them. You know, they, they come in these, t I don't even know how they get the mattress in there. That's like a marvel of science in itself. Big vacuum. A vacuum. And then, yeah, you open this box and <laughs> boom, like a full-size mattress comes out. Is that a new sound effects for your library? <laughs> yeah, patented uh, or copyrighted. Uh, have you tried those, Aaron? I have. I've tried a couple of them, actually. I just finished reviewing one from a Canadian company called Polysleep. And this is exactly what they do. They must have a giant vacuum machine that takes all the air out of these foam-based mattresses because they don't have the spring coils in there, obviously. That would be a lot harder to pack down. Yeah. But it compresses them down to a really small size. They wrap them in plastic, and then they shove them in this tiny box. And it arrives at your door. You sort of drag it inside, put it in your bedroom, pull out the rolled up mattress, lay it on your foundation or your box spring or whatever you've got. As soon as you cut the plastic, boom, it reinflates. That was my sound effect for you. It's actually pretty good, that sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to use it again. I mean, so, so when you, okay, so when you open the plastic, does it just kind of like explode? Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, not violently, but yes, it's, it's back into its normal mattress shape in a couple of seconds. And what if you don't like it? That's a great question. Do you have to stuff that thing of, back in the a box? Lot of, <laughs> a lot of these mattress companies will pick up the mattress from you if you don't like it. They give you 
you know, a, a couple couple weeks, like 100 days or something to try it out. And if you decide you don't like it, they'll come back and pick it up from you, refund your money. And then uh, I believe most of them are doing things like donating the mattresses to shelters or, you know, organizations that need them. So you actually think these these mattresses are okay? They're good. I am enjoying the polysleep one. I was a bit concerned because, I mean, if you normally you go to a mattress store, you lay down on every single mattress in the store, and then you try and narrow it down to you know one or two choices, and then you hope you've made the right choice. With these, it's hard to know. So I was actually pleasantly surprised that I was able to try it out. It's quite comfortable. It's actually really solid. There's not a lot of motion transfer. Um, so if my husband gets up in the night, it's not waking me up. I was pretty pleased. We're talking with Aaron Lawrence from TechGadgetsCanada.com, all about sleep tech. Aaron, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, you too. When we come back from the break, it's Black Friday time, and we're going to talk some of our favorite deals that we're looking forward to picking up. You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here. I've got uh, my fellow tech nerds, John Beeler and AJ Vickery with me. We're going to talk Black Friday deals now. Black Friday's coming up on Friday. What's the date on that? Friday the 29th? Did I get that right? Yes, Friday the 29th. I mean, the deals have been previewed for a couple of weeks now. Some are early deals, but uh, the big sales event happens this Friday. So I wanted to take a little bit of time to talk about some of the ones you guys are watching. And AJ, we'll start with you. Sure. Well, um, I guess, you know, you know that I uh, have been using the OnePlus phone for quite some time. Yeah. So yeah. this is a cell phone from China. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, uh, one of the things they've always prided themselves on is doing just like, you know, premium tier phone, uh, yeah. but doing it at sort of more cost effective prices. What I found, though, is the premium is getting higher and higher. The the price of the phone has gone up and up a little bit. But, uh, you know, as a result of it being the, you know, Black Friday, you can pick up that OnePlus 7 Pro, which is like a you know $1,000 phone, you get $200 off of it. So that brings it down to about 739 Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. But I mean, how does that compare to like the top-end Samsung phone and like the iPhone 11? Oh, Pro? I mean, the processor in the phone is incredible. The screen, 90 hertz screen, the resolution is beautiful. It's got the sort of the water flow edge to it. Um, it's the, like in terms of performance, the phone is incredible for anything you want to do. So the camera? Camera is beautiful. It's got three cameras on it like you'd expect to see in other like ones. Like an I, iPhone yeah, 11 Pro Yeah, it's got Pro the does. telephoto lens. It's got the wide angle. It's got the... Ultra wide, yeah. 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 So a lot of people have never heard of OnePlus. Oh, I know. It's sort of like a... Uh, I mean, a lot of people have. Yeah, uh, but a, a lot, lot of nerdy peop- people have. A lot of, well, even there's... I would say it even has sort of almost like a cult following. It's online only. You know, you sort of have to know about it by going to OnePlus. Uh, it is a... Chinese manufacturer that makes them, um, but they're very stylish. You know, it's not sort of a geeky phone. They're definitely in sort of a high-end range uh, and look and feel phone to it. I'm going to switch over to you, John. What are you uh, excited about? Well, I like the Amazon products, and yep. Black Friday is a good time for them to go on sale. They always go on sale on Black Friday, and for pretty good deals. So my favorite deal that I'm looking forward to is the Echo Show 5. It's my favorite I have one on my nightstand. I love it. It's 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 the perfect uh, clock radio, if you will. Yeah, because it's it's an Amazon Echo with Alexa with a screen, and it has a camera. If you choose to use it, it has a little switch so you can actually cover it. But the nice thing is, if you have family, you get a couple of these. You can actually can have video chats through these devices to other houses or within the same house. Um, but 
the Amazon deal that they have is really great. You actually get it for, normally it's it's about $100 just for the Echo Show 5 itself. They actually have a deal for it for $35 off for uh, $64.99, but for $69.99, you actually get another Echo Dot. Another five bucks. Yeah. And you get an Echo Dot. Yeah. That's that's a it's hell like of a deal. Stocking stuffer right there for five bucks. Uh, on the other side of the ecosystems, uh, Google's got some good deals uh, as well. Uh, the Google Minis, you know, the little uh, round little pucks. Yep. Uh, super cute. Uh, the first generation down from 49 down to 29 bucks. And if you want the new Google Nest Mini second generation, uh, it's only 39 bucks, which is regularly $69. So they've knocked 30 bucks off on that. Pretty good deal. Mm. The nice thing is these things are also available in a lot of retail places. So you can actually just pick it up. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to order it online. Like if you want to go to Best Buy or, or London Drugs yeah. uh, as well. What else are you looking at? Well, you know, I think, um, I don't know why, but have you noticed the price of TVs crashing? I mean, they always do this time around Black Friday, but I think even more so with uh, really uh, with all the TCL TVs coming out. Um, the price of TVs has dropped incredibly. And I was just looking at probably what I think is one of the best TVs that I know that exists on the market, the LG 65-inch 4K OLED, um, down to twenty four ninety nine. I mean, that TV, if I remember looking at last time, was around six grand for that TV. So, But that's one of the top-end TVs. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. So some other brands, or I guess one other brand to keep your eye out for, TCL. They make... Uh, Awesome TVs. I know not everyone's heard of TCL, but they're actually one of the biggest TV manufacturers in the world now out of China. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you're going to get some awesome deals like under $500 for like, like I think inch. all the TV companies are afraid of these guys. I don't know how they're pricing their TVs for under $500, but it's incredible. Yeah. And these typically come, you can get them with either Fire TV built in or yeah. Roku or, you know, one of those services. So it makes it for a really compelling package when you can get, like, I'm looking at a 55 inch uh, TCL TV that I want to put above my fireplace. And it regular is around $500. And I've seen it as low as $399, but I suspect it to go even lower. $399 for a 55 inch TV. Yeah. <laughs> I remember buying a 55 inch TV way back. Remember the, um, the rear projection LCD screens? Yeah. Um, Super thin, but not like a true LCD screen. It was like kind of rear projection. I spent $5,500 on that. <laughs> wow. I know. I it's feel a car. And you know what? At the end, it's of, its, at the end of its life, I, I couldn't even give it away. No. 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 So it you left it on great. the side of the road? It was hard to carry. I, didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> didn't I bring? No, it wasn't. They were so light. Yeah. Those ones, but I think I brought it into the office. I'm sure you did. And <laughs> Mike's dumping ground of electronics. <laughs> <laughs> well, they make for good segments every so often. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other deals you're looking at? Um, well, there's lots of little things. Uh, okay. What I found, though, what I like to do with Black Friday, especially, is fill out that Amazon wish list because Amazon will actually give you a notification saying, "Hey," because mm. their deals are all. They're not just like all at once. They spread them out over the course of the. Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. Yeah. So every hour will be more specials. So they actually give you a pop-up notification saying, hey, that TV you were watching, watching out for, mm-hmm. it's on sale now. Mm-hmm. Grab it now. Like So put it in your wish list. Other things to look for, uh, if you are looking at renewing your uh, your TV package. Yes. Uh, like with Telus or Shaw, good time to see what kind of deals they have there. But also the cell phone carriers always typically have big deals coming out. And it's, it's getting competitive out there so if you're looking to lower the price of your cell phone plan or get more gigs uh black friday that's when i've always looked at uh, redoing my plan yeah and i've saved a truckload of money yeah i also like to use the flip app 
Oh, yes. Because it has all of the flyers for all the places in one place. Yeah, the Flip app is, the Flip app is excellent for that. Flip with two Ps. But that has like coupons and everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're going to have to take a break. When we come back, it's Amazon skill time, and uh, John's got a good one for us. Stay tuned. You're back with Get Connected. Mike, John, and AJ here. Well, it's that time of the program where we do our Alexa skill of the week. You've got uh, a device with the Alexa voice assistant. This is the skill for you. What do we got, John? Well, because it's Black Friday, how about a Black Friday skill? I like it. It's actually called Black Friday. (laughs) Easy enough. So you say, Alexa, open Black Friday, and you can ask it, when is Black Friday? (laughs) <laughs> it's on Friday. It's stupid. on Friday. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> That's what she says. Um, but you can also ask her to tell you what the top stores are that have the best deals. Yeah. And if you have an Alexa device with a screen, it'll actually show you those things on the screen. And by top stores, do you mean physical bricks and mortar stores? Brick and mortar stores. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So unlike and Alexa. Will it, and will it tell you the deals themselves? Yes. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. Door crashers. I don't know. I'll find out. Yeah. Well, if you got an Alexa device, you can talk to it. Do you yeah. have Alexa in your house? I do. Yeah. Yeah. But you have Google as well. I do. And, and Google is the speaker that I use in most rooms. Yeah. Uh, but I do have an Alexa that's in the sort of kitchen area that um, I wanted to have for at first to control Sonos. Yeah. Because Google took forever to work yeah. that out. And then secondly, um, it's good to just, I think it's tied into the Amazon shopping, obviously. Yeah. So that's a kind of a cool feature. What does your wife use? Uh, what we almost everybody uses Google. Really? Yeah. That's Except so. for knock knock jokes. <laughs> and so you don't see Amazon really expanding in your house? Uh, not at this with time. With the Alexa? No. Yeah. Yeah. Not at this time. That's funny. I got both. They're kind of, but I, I find I use the, uh, the Alexa stuff more just because it ties much easier into my home automation stuff. Yeah. But okay. So uh, we've got uh, a great show coming up tomorrow as well. Our sister show called The App Show. Uh, every Sunday here on Global News Radio, CKNW980, which also goes across the Chorus Radio Network. And of course, up on our website, getconnectedmedia.com, you can check out the video and audio podcasts of both of these shows. So you can actually see us talking and... Uh, Waving. Yeah. <laughs> we're not good looking. That's why we're on radio. Uh, what do we have on the app show tomorrow, John? Uh, we're going to talk about a bunch of different things, including a number of different services lately have been hacked. Like Disney Plus, shocking. Already, already, Already. yes. Yes. And we're going to talk about Google's new news update feature, which is kind of like the Alexa um, flash briefing. Okay. Yeah, where it actually will use uh, your listening patterns to create a news channel for you. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And more hacking. And more hacking. We should talk about uh, Phonos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll see what happens within the day here. (laughs) See which one of us gets hacked first. Well, one of uh, our Get Connected team members, uh, while we've been uh, recording this, actually has signed up and already the wait for the SIM is like 30 days. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's kind of a red flag for me. Well, it sounds popular, but 30 days is a very specific time frame. But maybe that's setting expectations being what they are. You might get it in a week. Well, we'll have to check that out. Again, visit our website, getconnectedmedia.com. We have uh, some great content up there, updated daily with videos and stories uh, in the tech world, how to make uh, tech better for your life. And we've got our shows, uh, not only Get Connected, but the app show as well, video and audio podcasts. This is Mike, John, and AJ signing off for Get Connected. We'll see you again next time.
You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.